All right, hello everybody. It's me, your girl Angie Clay, and I am back this time with a dynamic duo. I have two people. How about that? So I have uh, Michelle Rohr and Amy Johanan, and they are a creative duo who create printable and digital planners for other creatives. And they both believe that personal development is essential, and you should take 100 responsi 100% responsibility for your life. So today we're going to talk to them about their business and how. Um, they help other women to take their creative thoughts and put them into digital planners. Just these two ladies are phenomenal. I have <laughs> known Michelle since, I don't know, like tw 2015 when she was living in Guam, I think we met. <laughs> so now she's moved all over. I've followed her and now she has a beautiful family and I'm just meeting her co-founder, Amy. So I'm really excited to um, dig in and talk more with these two. So how are you two doing today? I'm great. I'm excited to talk to you. I keep looking at your earrings. <laughs> they look amazing. Yeah. So it's this is the first interview where Amy and I are together being interviewed by someone else. So cool. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yes. super How are you, Amy? Good. Thank you, Angela. I'm also, yeah, I echo what Michelle said there. It's the first time that we've been on a on a interview together. So I'm, I am just really happy, really happy to be here. Cool. Yeah. So what's one word to, um, with me? I like journaling prompts. So I always think like, what's one word today that describes your mood? Intention. Like, intention. Okay. I don't know if you want me to elaborate, but intention is what I've been feeling lately. Okay. So with the journaling prompt, right? So we have intention. So then sometimes thoughts are sparked behind that. So you can go ahead if you want to elaborate. I've, so my life has recently changed. I have a newborn baby and I've always felt that there is only more power with things that change your life. Like we were just talking about COVID and you have to like pivot because all of your bookings got canceled and you're now like what am I going to do and there's opportunity and power in being open to being flexible and adaptable and I feel like flexibility and adaptability they kind of connect with the, the energy of intention so instead of being so hung up on well this is my goal and this is how I said I was going to do it and this is the step one two three Versus I just have this intention to be wealthy or to be happy or to be healthy. And however that ends up coming to life, I'm open to it. I'm flexible. I'm adaptable. And when you're a mom of a newborn baby, those are your new superpowers. Flexibility, adaptability, having, you know, open intention. So that that's my backstory. Oh, that's nice. That's good. Something for us all to like we can look yeah. at and take in yeah, thank especially you especially right now yeah mm -hmm, for sure oh if i'm bouncing it's because you're on a ball <laughs> oh yeah that's nice because it's good exercise keep going if i need one of those because i usually sit here and shake my leg but <laughs> so amy what about you well just to to um bounce a little bit off bounce a little bit of <laughs> what Michelle was saying just before the our, this call we were talking about intentions versus goals and how we get really hung up on goals and how how that can 
sometimes stifle us. And you hear everybody say that you need goals, 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 but actually sometimes you don't. Sometimes you need to relax a little on the goals and think about a way of being instead of what I'm going to tick off my list. And so for me, um, maybe just because we were chatting a little bit before the call, but when I think about intention, I've been getting intentional on a day-to-day -day basis because I've had some mental health struggles during this COVID time. And for me, getting intentional looks like, okay, withdrawing from the to-do list and deciding that my intention is to make a little progress every day, even if it's very, very tiny. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, yeah, I would say to bounce off that, that kind of also sums up where I'm at, being gentle, being mm -hmm. gentle. Yeah, self-care, it's a hot word right now. But, you know, it's more than just because I sell bath products, right? I know it's more. And that's why I named my business Liberate and Lather, because I knew that I wanted to come back to the mental um, health piece, because that's also my major. I used to be a mental health counselor. So I knew that I wanted to, even though you're sitting in the bathtub and you soak, 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 and then the water goes down the drain, but not always your thoughts and feelings is still stuck with you. So when you get out, okay, now let's find ways to deal with those feelings. I love that. Thank you so much. So I would like for you two to start telling us a little bit about your business. Um, there's so many different, really cool facets to your business. I am a part of a few of your um, uh, creative projects and things that you put out. So um, would you like to talk a little bit about that? Well, I'll start out. I founded my business, Secret Owl Society, unwittingly uh, almost a decade ago it started out as this little blog and these little get-togethers and then it blossomed into digital products online courses planners clients and now i have in light of my life changing as a mom i have restructured my business to have a lot more support and help uh, so i've built the self-care right into there where i realized i don't want everything to depend on me and I need help. And I don't want to just hire a team of people because that, then that's a whole nother thing that I have to hold and, you know, carry is how am I going to lead a team of people, of employees or whatever. You know, you can hire amazing people and they can help you, but you could also just be in a situation where you're just trying to make sure everyone does what they're supposed to do. And I wanted a different energy with my team. I wanted people who were self-motivated and had a stake in the game. And so I went a different direction where it's like, I want people who will partner with me. And so I reached out to Amy and I said, hey, Amy, how about we go 50-50 <laughs> on my products? Like, how about we split the revenue on these courses I make and we both lead the way and we both serve this community and we both take ownership. And I wanted that energy to be in my business. And it has. Amy's been amazing. Everything is 10 times better because she's my partner. I would not have had the kinds of uh, advancements and improvements that we've had in our programs by just hiring somebody. I had to, like, what Amy has brought with her creativity and her, her genius has been, like, amazing. And that 
started with me accepting another type of abundance because it was first and foremost a mindset shift to think if I split my revenue in half, I'll make more money. <laughs> like the thing you want to think your brain wants you to think is no, you're going to lose money. You're going to go broke. You can't take care of your family if you split your revenue in half. But I had to, I always talk about this. You have to choose between listening to your past self or your future self. And your future self is powerful and open and sees so much more abundance than you currently see. And I had to trust that if I split my revenue in half with someone who I have already seen, we work well together, and it wasn't just picking some random person, I will make more money. And my clients and customers will have more joy and success in my products. Everything's going to be better. Everything's going to be more abundant. And that was a leap of faith. And it's been, I don't know, when did we start teaming up, Amy? We started, well, we started the Michelle and Amy show a while back, maybe a couple of but years. Splitting, but re splitting revenue. I think it, it was hasn't even digital planner template kit. No. Uh, well, before that was SOS Club, wasn't it? Or no, no, no. It's only been a few months. <laughs> it's only been a few months, but it's been amazing. It's been like my business has probably doubled. So it it works, but it is first and foremost a mindset shift. It's not, oh, Michelle said if I partner with someone, my business will double. It's like, no, your business will probably fall apart <laughs> if you don't have the right mindset going into it. So it is a process. And um, yeah, so Amy, what's been your experience? Well, I, I think for both of us, teaming up was also something that felt intuitively like a good next move but also required us to do some healing and looking at our own our own traumas or our own stuff around trust mm -hmm. and um be, uh, yeah. like kind of unpacking also our savior complexes and things like that, all sorts mm -hmm. so it was michelle always says you know you you're building that business and you're becoming that millionaire because it's about the journey that you go on as a person who you become as a person and i really think like yeah that's that's what it's been about for us too mm -hmm. learning to really trust and lean on each other and allow each other to balance out our strengths and sort of weaker points like for instance michelle um is just so good at action taking action mm -hmm. well you know angela you yeah, yeah. in action all the time she's just an ideas machine and and just is just so free with taking action like making progress momentum momentum mm -hmm. and i know that one of my weaker points is staying too long in the sort of planning and reflecting and perfecting phase mm -hmm. and so leaning into this collaboration for me has meant okay withdraw a little bit of that kind of those patterns and and do the scary thing which is to speed up and launch and yeah 
it's been it's been great it's been really i i i can see now that so much of the growth that comes through collaboration you you can't learn through a course you have to yeah. do it. you have to jump in and do it with somebody and you so, have to listen to your intuition we made this decision energetically it wasn't oh let's run the numbers on paper or let's look at this from a you know is this a good business decision it was is this energetically aligned this this feel like the next step and we're all it's not just you take that step and you're done we're constantly pivoting adjusting tweaking it's like there's no there's no okay here's the formula boom it's i was just thinking about this last night so many times people are coming to you or me and asking how do I do this? What, how do you do that? Like they're trying to fix something in their lives and they come to you asking you for the solution. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't make any sense to say, well, this is how it works because even if it worked for me, it just worked last week. It doesn't even work this week because life changes. And so how in the world can I give someone else across the world with a completely different life personality and everything a solution and it works for them uh maybe it does work for them but just like for me i can totally change it up next week because it will stop working mm -hmm. so this whole approach of being adaptable and flexible and tuning in to what works for you i just that is self-care because mm -hmm. when we keep looking to other people to help us fix our lives or feel better about our lives or solve some, one of our problems, we're const constantly out of touch with what the real solution is. And the real solution is tuning in and finding that answer that's going to be the thing that works for you this week. And then next week, it's going to have a whole other, you know, th other things are going to pop up, things, things in your life are going to change, or your toddler is going to start touching everything and you have to reframe the whole house like everything's going to start changing based on one thing being different and you're going to have to tune in again come up with a new solution and that just needs to be a way of life um, we keep trying to find the one solution from someone else and it just doesn't work mm -hmm. yeah just watching your the relationship you two have it's like an intricate waltz you know it's like you know how you have the right dancing yeah, you know, you can but I'm sure there's some days you're like, Amy, you just stepped on my foot for the fourth time, you know? <laughs> like, okay, I'm sorry, but when you perform in front of your audience, it's like, wow, they're spot on, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, that's how I, you know, having Amy come along since I've been like rolling with you for a while, it's been like really nice. It's like this, like, oh, it's a really cool addition. Um, mm -hmm. And then what I like about your business and I see like why I keep coming back every time for like, you know, my backup dancers is what I call my support people. Um, Cause it's like, it's not like a cha-cha-chia pet, right? It's like, it's overnight success. It's like, this is how you create a garden, you know? And sometimes, you know, you're going to get some bugs. Okay, now you got to go back and like find out how you're going to get rid of them. And like, this is what you need to plant. This is what you need to plant together. And then you have like this beautiful garden. But when you have like this cha-cha-chia pet, Kind of business you have this fast growth and then it dies out so quickly and then you're like oh what happened mm -hmm. and um you know as yeah. i go out into the internet streets and we learn from different people who've made it you know but i find like sometimes that feeling is like it's over like overwhelming and then to come mm -hmm. back to really build homegrown relationships with your customers gives you such stability 
in your business for longevity, you know? Exactly. So, so people, that's how I feel about these two. So if you want longevity, this is what you need to connect up with. <laughs> um, so since COVID-19 has came on the scene and it's still here, um, how has your self-care, have you changed anything in your routine? Some, did anything change for you, which I'm sure? Amy, you want to start? Uh, sure. So for me, well, the, the COVID moment, the lockdown moment, when lockdown started here in the UK, um, I, I just uh, threw myself into work and just decided, I think what it's done is it's amplified for me my patterns that I'm now consciously unraveling so the the need to throw throw self into work and only look at to-do list and to put mental health on the back burner it's kind of it's shown me that i do that and it really if i look back over the last few years i can see that that's been a that has been a pattern but i wasn't ready to look at it and i didn't really need to because i had distractions i could go outside <laughs> but um i think it's it's one of the one of the the beautiful things that's come out of this moment is being able to see ourselves a bit clearer. And so, so now my self-care looks a little bit different. It's um, spending time journaling, which I, I didn't do before, but I am also inspired by your journaling practice, Angela. And, and being honest with myself about where I'm at and taking that very slowly. So I think it's really the first time ever probably that I've, I've admitted to myself that I need to take things slow, that I'm living with mental health struggles, challenges, I would like to say, and, and switching from a to-do list mentality to a little progress every day, a little, and prioritizing connection over work whether it's connection with um, inspiration, something that fills spirit, like just discovering beautiful things or reading something that touches you, um, or connection, getting on a call and speaking to somebody, because that's really, really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's been slowness, actually, embracing slowness. Mm -hmm. For me, definitely. I think for a lot of people, it was yeah. COVID. I mean, people will say, "Uh oh, I'm in trouble." So I have to spend yeah. the rest of life, my life with myself. I've got issues. <laughs> and some people are like, "Hey, self, it was inside of me." Okay, like now I like order books on poetry. I'm like, you know, all the things that I used to love when I was a kid. Like it all came back. Mm -hmm. I remember Ani DeFranco, and I can't remember the song. I keep trying to find it. She had this song, and it was a line in there where she had said, like. When you, you better start to love yourself because when you get older, you have to literally pull a chair up with yourself. Are you going to like who you are? And I remember like, I, I lived in DC that time when I heard that song and I was like, yes, I'm going to go through life and I'm going to like <laughs> do the thing. So when I have to be by myself, I have some good memories, old journals, pictures, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they COVID-19, I think it helped people kind of look at that to examine it. What about you, Michelle? I love that. Um, how ha has 
COVID affected my self-care? Was that the question? Yeah, so how have um, you maintained like your self-care or if it affected it, if you had like this beautiful routine and it came and things changed, like how has it been for you? Well, I guess the most tactile answer is that when COVID hit, it was harder to live with the toddler because you don't want them out touching things. That was back when they said, oh, it lives on surfaces for days and like you don't want them to touch anything. And it just solidified in me that I wanted to get a home with a yard after my lease was up. And I remember when we first started looking, we wrote down on a piece of paper, my husband and I, okay, these are the things that we definitely need to have. And then these are the things that would be nice to have. And in the midst of looking and planning and thinking and, you know, basically trying to do this big change. I remember telling my husband, hey, you know, at the end of the day, even if it costs more, I need a place that feels really good. I need to wake up and have all the things I want in order for me to have the energy to go to the next level in our lives. I have such a different approach to financial decisions than I think the average person because my business is totally just a fruition of me being in alignment. It's, I feel good, I make stuff, and then I make money. So it's like, I need my home to make me feel good. That's an act of self-care. And that's not just self-care, what we were talking about earlier, it's self-care shows up in your finances. It shows up in the choices you make for your body, but also the choices you make for your family, the choices you make for your money. And to be so self-aware, to be able to connect the dots between how do I feel when I wake up in the morning in my home to sitting at your computer and creating something that makes $30,000 around the corner is the dots I have to connect because that's the life I have. And so it, again, saying no to the past version of myself, which would be, hey, no, make sure you stay in the budget, you know, that little house over there, even though it's not everything you want, it's in the budget, and just, you know, be happy to know I'm going to open myself up to a place that could be outside our budget, but I can handle it. My greater self can handle it. And the second I did that, we found the perfect place. I had, it's everything on my list. I'm, I'm here now. We moved in. Uh, we've lived here a, a month. It's, we have a yard. We have the wooden floors, the natural light. I'm decorating the way I want it to be decorated. I'm going out for walks with my kids. It's a nice little neighborhood. It's everything I want. And I wake up every day feeling like I can do anything in my business. And um, we're totally fine, even though it's outside of our budget. I stepped into my higher self. And made the money to be able to have this life and I think we so quickly make decisions from who we've been up to this point and really it's just a different decision to be who we are capable of being and have a completely different life just by being brave enough to make a different decision so that was it I look at that as a total act of self-care and it's 
I, I, pro I prove to myself over and over again that this is something anyone can have. It's just that we don't hear these kinds of stories to know if it's possible. We hear stories of stick to your budget and you know don't go out for that latte and all these stories they just make us retract and think oh i gotta to be to be good with my money or to be a responsible adult i have to like hold it all in versus realizing that we have the power to create abundance so um it's the stories you listen to that affect the self-care i guess yeah Definitely, the self care is just so much more than just uh, a bath. You know that yeah. self care comes with your financial. Do you love your your occupational? Who wants to go to a job that they hate? Like mm -hmm. <clears throat> that. And yet, people do because yes. they're listening to the story of you got this job and it's your degree and you know stick it out. It's just stories. Mm -hmm. Then you say, you know, you're going to your doctor with your little health care from work because you got your own blood pressure pills. You got all these <laughs> things that keep coming up. Now, you know, you come to work every day, your anxiety out, you know, so now we got to take, you know, something for your anxiety. And it's all because occupational also has to do with self-care, um, intellectual and social. There's so many different little pieces of self-care that people mm -hmm. don't always realize that they, that has an effect on them. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much. So any parting words for people or how they can connect with you too, if they're interested in learning more or becoming a part of your tribe? Before we go into that, I'm curious, yeah. what does self-care look like for you, Angela? For me, it's journaling. Journaling has been my thing. In 1991, I decided one day I'll pull out a spiral notebook and I just started writing my story. And it was because I had went to, I lived in Charlottesville, Virginia. That's where I grew up in that area. And I went to an exhibit and it was an exhibit of a man who was deaf. And inside this whole room was little pieces of paper of conversations he had with people throughout like 20 years. Mm -hmm. And that was so profound for me because I was like, he left a legacy <laughs> of who he was. And I was like, I'm going to do that with, you know, my journals. You know, I'm African-American from the South. It was like always the story is like the story of who I was and my family when you would go to family. But like, so like, who was our grandma? And a lot of people there was kind of weird. Like they didn't really want to talk about like the past. Yeah. And I just didn't want that for like, you know, I, I, had, I decided not to have kids. But, you know, even for my nieces and nephews, like I wanted them to know like maybe who I was. If like their kids was like, who was that aunt in the picture that always had the big earrings? And like, what was that, you know? <laughs> And then, like, they would have, like, my journals. And so that's what sparked me to start writing, like, in my journals. And a part of self-care for me. And I just kept that going. And then one day I said, what is the one thing I have in my life that I love and that I would never trade? And it was, like, journaling. And I was like, why don't I do something with that? And so that's how I kind of put it inside of liberating lather I'm like you're getting in there you know so um so voila so that's what i, I do that. in the mornings i get up i make coffee still fighting with the creamer right like i got some coconut and almond but still my body's like mm, i don't know about that i'm just like <laughs> so i want to keep trying next time i'm going to oat but um so i do that and write and i put on my little happy light have that over here um and I just kind of, that's what I do for me for self-care. I'm reading and um, Bible reading. I love that. I love, you know, the stories of the Bible and how things 
um, then it's the same people, a mother that lost a child then still has the same type of grief now. It's like we all, like the heart, mm-hmm. you know? So um, yeah, so that's my, my self-care in a nutshell. Well, you're a perfect example of Passive Income Planner Girl, which is the course Amy and I put together, where we literally just want women to tap into what you just shared, where you have a story, you have something you're passionate about, and it's at this point where you need to package it up for someone else to have that same experience or transformation. And even though we're like the planner girls, what we're really about is helping women create that initial package, that minimal viable thing, which is the first step in you turning what's inside of you into something that serves the world. And that is really what we're passionate about. And it's not just, oh, what product out there is going to get that best SEO and what's going to have the right. It's not about that. There's no energy there. Like what you just described was like a story, a desire, a history, a legacy you had all these things you were talking about that is so much bigger than you know business tactics and I that's the energy I'm all about because I don't know anything about SEO I don't know anything about all these fancy ways to grow a business I just know that if the energy is there you're going to attract people and that is a business first and foremost that's what it is all about and Um, You just described that in a nutshell. So I hope that when you talk about journaling to people, you're telling them all of this backstory because you just had a whole story you told us. Yes. Yes. I've created um, a a workbook, a journaling workbook that I want to put on Amazon, but like my things to do list this week is to get into the class because now I'm ready to like make that digital as well. So I need to learn from you two on how to do that. Um, So yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's just the stories. And that's why I love, working with you too is because of that it's like that homegrown feeling and then when you're online and like you you're searching it's like how we shop like i bet you we talked i bet you we probably like the same kind of stores like that little quaint little boho chic store that's like on each other corner you're like what's that you know yeah. if you're online and you find a website and you're like oh i bet you no one else knows about this you didn't find through seo you just stumbled mm-hmm. on it and then it's like you you follow and that's it. like you were saying about SEO to me it's all kind of like stark and white and you know like real clean I like things like farmhouse and a little bit of chip paint and, you know like exactly eclectic. and that's so. what I try to communicate we're making this a whole nother call but <laughs> that was just so significant to me because it's not oh here's this product buy it it's here's my story let's talk Let's tell each other stories. And then people are like, what are you selling? I need to buy it. I don't even know what it is, but I want it. Like that is the, the switch. Whereas when people create the product and they downplay their personality, their story, their history, then what happens is they're hiding behind the product. Mm-hmm. And they're, they literally are making themselves small in order to hide behind the product and then the energy is small and it doesn't attract people but when you stand in front of your product and you're like here I am here's my personality here's my story here's why I'm doing this here's you know the 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 old man who died and left notes about his conversation like those little things like I remember those things and it just draws me in and creates a feeling a connection and then I'm like oh my gosh I think I need to get into journaling 
<laughs> so, but if you were to just come to me and be like, hey, journaling, it's good for you. I'd be like, yeah, I heard it a million times. What, you know, what's the difference here? The difference is you, your story, your whole message behind this. So that was just perfect to me. Yeah. yeah, I feel as though also I'm. I've been getting into journaling lately, but listening to you talk about journaling, just I sh something shifted. I mm -hmm. realized that I'd been using it as a place to just get stuff out of my head. But you are leaving a legacy, which is like, whoa! Yeah. This is a different conversation. This is a conversation with higher self. I want to learn more about Angela's way of journaling. <laughs> I think that's where I need to be. Mm -hmm. Not in the space that I'm at currently. So yeah. That's cool. It, you know, you need the brain dump, you know, because it's just sometimes like I had a co-working session and one night I went on, I was like, hey, I gotta take the first Pomodoro and I just gotta like write. So I had to like sit and journal, and then I thought, oh, okay, I'm cool. I'm good. All right, next. Mm -hmm. You know, so sometimes you need it, like your morning pages, just whatever like comes out that you need to work on but then you can always go back and re look at it and say oh i'm feeling this circle it and then say okay pull that piece out and then say all right why am i feeling this way so and the fact that you have this mental health background like that is part of all this you know this is just you being who you really are and it manifests in this product because you're you have this mental health background you have a story of how you were like where do i come from no one talks about our past i don't want to do that with my legacy it's, it's what, it's what I call, you're just you on fire. Like you are turning the magic all the way up. So it's not even just, oh, this is something that helped me. It's you are just being 100% who you are and the world gets, gets the benefit. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way to wake up in the morning. <laughs> Like I, I'm excited for your workbook and to experience more of your writing, Angela. Cause I was on, I was looking at your Instagram and reading your descriptions, and oh my goodness, I just want to live in your descriptions of like your the would you say flavors, the scents? Oh yeah, mm. things that you put together. Just oh my goodness. It makes me salivate. It makes me want to go on holiday and just live inside your Instagram descriptions. Yeah, and take your little candle with you. That's how I get the names. I just, I get the scent and then I smell it and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, wow. And I have the story, like this, the, the scent, which scents, you know, they do that for us, right? Spark the memory when you were a kid or whatever. Um, and so then I just go with it. Like the um, Charleston's pralines. I remember I went to Florida Keys and we stopped in Charleston. And they were like, you just world's best, you know, uh, pecan pralines. And, and I was like, okay. So I tried it. And then when I smelled it, I was like, I remember it was a cobblestone street. I think it was, you know, like I just remembered like Charleston and eating a praline. <laughs> so I was like, ah, my candle. So it's really um, from that. That's, that's magic right there. So magical. Like uh, uh, what, what we're also really excited about with um, Passive Income Planner Girl is helping women to pull all the areas of all the different parts Everything. of ourselves together. Yes. So it's like you've got this powerful journaling legacy practice mm -hmm. that is so unique to you and inspiring, even just to hear you talk a little bit about it. And then there is this amazing this this 
just tuning into your senses and your talent around pulling together scents and, and just creating imagery out of a mm-hmm. fragrance. Yeah. Like, thank you ladies it makes me feel good thank you to, like well to make that to make that distinction where you can look at a trip you took to florida keys and pull it into your business in a description on an instagram post it's you need to honor the significance of that event instead yes. of being like oh that's just something that happens who cares like that's the switch is we so often downplay things that we've experienced things about ourselves the way we think the way we look we downplay it all and Amy and I are so passionate about helping women turn it up, stop downplaying it, because those are like all of those things together is your superpower, because all of those things together is you. And I posted out in the Facebook group yesterday asking women, do you feel like you have to change your personality in order to succeed in business? Yeah. And it was surprising that quite a few women genuinely think yes i didn't think anyone would say yes i thought that if someone thought yes they would not put it down because it would not be something they want people to know but most people are like yeah i think i have to because i'm and i'm just i'm not going to say what they said but an example could be like oh i'm just too loud i'm too much for people i'm too loud Mm. i'm taking a course right now by a, a black woman millionaire and she always talks about how she used to think she was too loud because when she grew up, her mom would always say, quiet down, you're making too much noise. The neighbors can hear you. And so that just, imagine what that does. It just makes you just turn it down. Mm-hmm. It's not even your voice anymore. It's your voice is connected to who you are. Your voice is you expressing yourself. And imagine if you expressing yourself naturally is, hey, ha ha, you know, like loud, like you're laughing, you know, like everyone can hear you. You walk into the room and everyone knows it. And then you just turn it down. You just let go of your power there. And so imagine that's just one example of someone thinking that this thing that's natural to them is not okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where Amy and I are like, look at all those things that you think aren't worth mentioning, the trip to Charleston, or all those things that you think are too much, you're too loud. And instead of like downplaying it or putting it up on the shelf, you tie it all together and turn it up. Boom, there's your superpower. (laughs) So I just, we turned this into a whole nother episode. I'm sorry, Angela, but... But um, I think this is perfect. Amy and I have been wanting to tell people how to access that superpower. And I think this is a perfect example of that because you are a perfect example of that. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thanks. So much more powerful than us. That's why I rock with you guys. See? Every time I have my list this week, week, I'm like, okay, I have like the courses I would pay. I have um, SOS, digital plan t- um, template kits. Okay, it's the next on the agenda this weekend is passive income planner girl because I'm, I'm 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 ready. Uh, I got my things worked oh, out. You're gonna love it. You're yeah, gonna so love it's it. gonna be really exciting. So awesome. Well, thank you, ladies, so much for um, connecting with me. So tell everybody where they can find you online. Um, SecretOwlSociety.org. You go there, you can find everything. Our- social media stuff, our courses. Um, Amy, did you want to mention a place in particular to find you particularly? (laughs) I think Secret Owl at the moment is the best place right now. Um, Well, if you want to connect with Amy 
personally Instagram? Yeah, I guess Instagram. I'm taking a little bit of a social media pause moment at the moment, but that's that would be where I post thoughts and things. So um, I'm amy.today, A-I-M-E-E dot today on Instagram. So of course they can find you, like you, follow you, and slide in your DMs, and then she'll be in contact with you. So mm-hmm. yeah, everybody's at different stages with things that's going on, so people can't rush each other because people are processing so many different things, you know, mm-hmm. like, so everybody has to be just kind of chill a little yeah. bit. Let people yep. if, I, if I take a week to get back to you, don't be mad at me. It's just self-care. Yeah. <laughs> self-care, everybody. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies, and thank you, everyone else who have tuned in. If you have any questions, please reach out to the three of us. Whoever you want to talk to, we'll be glad to have a conversation. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. 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 Angela. Thank you.